about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. You're right there, Matt Dyson. Bit of headphone jiggery pokery. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of bugs in the system. Sorry about that earlier, Emma. That's okay. There's a difference between live assist, apparently, and manual <laughs> assist. Some days you just don't want to hear the news. No, we love the news. We love you bringing us the news. The news is very important. It's just that I just sometimes forget to click it onto live assist. Okay. My apologies. I don't know what that means, but there. I accept your apology. I don't know what that means either. Shh. <laughs> We're all live assisting. Hey, this music, we should turn up and listen to this this morning. Special times at the moment, aren't they? Because of the 25th anniversary of Jurassic Park's premiere in the UK. Here we go. Let's just soak it in. Have you seen the uh, Jeff Goldblum statue in London? No. What? <laughs> you know, if you say Jeff Goldblum, I'm into it's it. It's just him lying out in a very sexy pose uh, in uh, Potter's Field, in a sort of uh, with a shirt un- unbuttoned and his chest out. It looks enormous. <laughs> it looks massive. He I is really enormous, though, in it. real life. He mm. is, yeah. We had him on the show recently, well, where we did the home time show, yeah. and he was He was just, great value, wasn't he? He was so... We ended up duetting on yeah. uh, I Am The Walrus <laughs> for a good five minutes, and you could see his publicity people were, like, doing that, it's time, wrap it up, and Jeff was going, <laughs> Jeff was going no, no, I want to go... <gasps> Look at that. Oh, well, I've just been presented What's with a picture statue? of it. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Um, because I'm living um, my best Alan Partridge life at the moment and smashing together seasons one and two. So, uh, obviously, season one, um, he's in a hotel. I'm living in a hotel. Mm. Season two, he's having his house done up. That's why I'm living in a hotel. So I've gone full Partridge. Yeah. Um, there's a copy of GQ magazine in the hotel room and Jeff Goldblum's done a full fashion shoot. And in one pose, he's wearing leopard print leggings Ooh. and a black velvet tuxedo jacket. And he looks great. It works. It? Yeah. <laughs> he just looks great. He's always great. been the same age, roughly like just kind of yeah. 50 years old. <laughs> yes. Jeff Goldblum is 66 years of age. No way. He just He's so wildly same lovable. Same age as Nigel Havers. <laughs> Octogenarian <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he is... Oh, what a lovely reference. Yes, Jeff Goldblum is the same age as Nigel Havers. You're not going to hear that on any other breakfast show in all the world. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time now on the Daybreak Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio to get the frontal lobe crackling and tickling like an electric fence. It is time for Dave Berry is Riddled. I'm going to present you with a riddle. Answer, shall I go try and go you oldie weldy with this? Oh, yes, please. Answer <laughs> yeah. thine riddle correctly. Oh. They shall furnish thine car with an air freshener that will make oh. thine eyes sting as we had them made in a back alley in Asia. <laughs> what? Basically, we've got a load of car air fresheners that have got the Daybreak show written on them. Um, if you can answer this riddle, um, we're going to pick three people who answered it correctly at random. We'll send you all a car air freshener, which is a nice thing to hang in Great. your Great. What are you riddled with this morning, Dave? Well, Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger promises that he can throw a ball as hard as he can and have it stop, change direction and come back to him. Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger claims he can do this without the ball bouncing off anything, the ball being tied to anything, or the use of magnets. How is this possible? (laughs) And this was this morning's Dave Berry's Riddled. 
Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger promises that he can throw a ball as far, uh, as hard as he can, and have it stop, change direction, and come back to him. Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger claims that he can do this without the ball bouncing off of anything, the ball being tied to anything, or the use of magnets. How is this possible? Well, so many of you got in touch. Thank you very much indeed for doing so. The ball is thrown in water with backspin. It may work akin to the bouncing bomb principle, perhaps. He's underwater. (laughs) (laughs) He throws it for a dog to fetch, says Bev in Nottingham. Um, Chad is speaking metaphorically about throwing away rubbish lyrics and it's the metaphysical ball of anger that he is displaying, <laughs> says Robin Westcliff. Wow, deep. Mm. Uh, another one here suggests that Chad Kroger can indeed do this. He throws the ball into a room playing Nickelback's greatest hits at full volume. This causes the ball to recoil in disgust and return to Kroger. All the best, Shay. Thank you, Shay. <laughs> Thank you, Shay. Um... <laughs> Glenn, did you don't say anything? But did you get this? Did yes, you get Daybreak? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought of a, I thought of a really stupid version of it first, I and mean, then I was like, oh no, no, obviously it's not that. I mean, it was. May I ask the right what one. the stupid version oh, was? Yeah. No, because it's too similar to the right one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna right. I'm gonna keep stum. Because as soon as I I pressed and we played the song, I saw you mime the answer, and I thought that's good. Em, did you get this one? No. You didn't get this? Because Glenn told me what it was straight away. <laughs> oh, you didn't even get a chance <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, I hate people like that. <laughs> um, the, the answer was, Chad, he throws the ball straight up in the air. Oh, mm. Of course, but you see, my problem Here we does go. It, does it really stop? <laughs> when a ball is going up into the air, it goes up, and then it comes back down again. When is this Centrifugal yeah, force. It, 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 it stops moving. Does it, it stops moving really stop? Does it ever really stop? Mm. stop. Centrifugal force. Is it ever motionless? That's my. I think. Yeah, the maybe riddle, it's, it's the just like a, this flawed centrifugal force. Now I don't know what that means, and if at all, if it's relevant to this, it. but I'm going to say it over and over again until you two stop bickering. Centrifugal force. What I thought it was was that he was throwing it across, around the world. <laughs> I know he's a big hero of yours, Glenn. Thank God I didn't say that. (laughs) In Glenn's eyes, Chad can do anything. (laughs) What, so it would like hit him in the back of the head? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it would come back with... Who did that? Oh, it was me, it was me. (laughs) I I remember throwing that ball weeks ago. (laughs) Little passport stamps on it and stickers from the various countries it's visited. Um, Adam in Chingford. Bevin Nottingham, Harley from Norwich. Congratulations. You were all three of you were picked at random from all of our correct answers. We're gonna call you off there and send you a Dave Berry Show car air freshener. Bravo. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Um, now we're asking for your first thoughts. What was the first thing that popped into your mind upon your beautiful eyes opening this morning? Uh, get in touch at 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, yesterday, um, we kind of launched a brand new idea uh, based on the fact that stars of the show, Bess and Maggie Dyson, uh, six and four respectively, uh, Matt's two beautiful daughters, are about to embark on one of the greatest moments in any young person's life, which is, of course, the school summer holidays. Yeah. It's just last forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that all of the kids out there have a fun-filled time, the great outdoors, friends, family. But, of course, there's also quite a lot of screen time involved as well. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with that if you get it in the right balance, yes, I, I imagine. exactly. Um, so what we thought we would do is take a load of stuff from all of our kind of youths, uh, bring it into the studio and see how it, how it went down with the girls. See how the modern kids react to the old school entertainment. This is it. And one of the things that we're quite keen to do is uh, see if they can figure out how to put a VHS tape <laughs> into a VHS recorder. Yeah. Now, uh, we were talking about this on the show yesterday, as I say. Uh, so my first thought this morning is, um, where do I get a VHS recorder from? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Because you, we have all these fanciful that. ideas, and then you just realise it's not the kind of thing that people have anymore. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. My parents have still got one. Oh, have they? they? I'm not driving back to Essex to get it from No, you. oh, no, thanks for that. <laughs> Have they? Really? Oh, okay. Um, They still have what they use. Well, I think the main reason is because the old home videos, that's the only thing we can play them on, so they've kept it. That's lovely. Mm. You can digitise them, of course, can't you? Yeah, but do you know how expensive that is? Do you know? (laughs) It's unbelievable. I've got, got, like, my first first ever television appearance on London's Burning. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. We we need to see that. We need that story. (laughs) I am jousting. I am on a a gladiator-style jousting podium. I was 17 years old. Uh, oh, wait, what year was this? <laughs> this was 1998. Well, he's only in his 20s, so it's about 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got to keep remembering that I'm in my late 20s. <laughs> yeah. I was four and I was jousting <laughs> in this. Uh, no, but that's on VHS. I looked into getting it transferred onto DVD so we could do away with the pesky thing. It's like 30 quid. It is, really expensive. So this is why some oh, people... 30 quid? Some I people you were going to say more than that. No, but if you've got like yeah, but, 10 <laughs> home videos... Matt, I've been, I've been a, a mainstay of television for 15 <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah. you've got a time 30. You, you can't like... walk down the street without people going, you probably get this all the time, but were you jousting in London's burn? <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah, sorry, was, yeah. I was going to say more than that. Um, anyway, uh, that was my first thought. Where do I get a VHS player from? I wonder if Emma's parents have got one was my second thought. My third thought was, she's not going to drive all the way back to Essex <laughs> again. Boss. We could maybe get it couriered here, though, couldn't we, somehow? You know, possibly. My nan might have one, actually, which is interesting. That's a good point. Look at the family. Yeah, yeah, good um, yeah, Matt, what was your first thought this morning? Oh, mine was, I must pick my new fantasy football league team oh, for the season. What an exciting time of the year. I know the World Cup's over. Everyone's sad about that. It was an excellent tournament. But this is a, a great time of the year. The summer's here. The new fantasy Premier League website is live. You can log on. You've got a whole new squad to put together. I, I think I'm going to wait till the weekend. I'm going to sit down with a bowl of chilli heatwave dinner. Doritos, a can of Frontier craft lager, and I'm just going to have some me time and take about an hour selecting my squad for oh, the I new love season. It. Any, of course, uh, as many of you will know, uh, Matt, along with the lovely Dan, uh, does a, a game week podcast. Yes. So this is the unofficial fantasy football podcast that you do. Season preview coming soon. Uh, so, can you give us any tips, early doors? Oh, no, well, I mean, there's so many new signings. I want to wait till all the new signings are happening, but I'm thinking Alisson looks like he could be quite good in mm-hmm. goal for Liverpool, certainly. And I think I'm going to be sticking with Aubameyang up front for Arsenal. Oh, OK. Yeah. I wonder if some of the World Cup players will be a bit tired. Maybe some of the ones that didn't go to the World Cup will be the ones to back early doors, perhaps. Hot tips. <laughs> uh, one of the worst things that can happen to a person happen to producer Dave, because um, you won the fantasy football last season. Yeah. yeah, so I did. might not do it this year. Yeah. <laughs> Just too much pressure. <laughs> it's way too much pressure. I don't think it'll be enjoyable to try and defend my title, so I'll just go out at the top. 
Like right. all the good Formula one, one, one drivers do. Yeah, one of the worst <laughs> things that ever happened to me was the, the, the season that I won the Fantasy Football Mini League. Yeah. And now, I mean, you, well, I've got I've regularly come bottom or... Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, it's all Yeah, and I just pretend it's because I don't check it and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying, I'm always trying so hard. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a mixed bag. What you're about to hear in, <laughs> includes, <laughs> includes an eight-month-old baby, chickens and Sally Gunnell. My first thought from Mark the Pitcher in Rugby is still getting over a dream he had about Sally Gunnell. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder what happened in the dream. Producer Dave was like, let's get him on as a caller. I was like, I don't think we should, Dave. I don't think we should. I think a person's Sally Gunnell dreams very much should be kept to themselves. Not for broadcast. First thought of the day, why did my eight-month-old wake every two hours last night Will I ever sleep again, oh. says Kerry. Uh, Matt, we've already touched on uh, the fact you have two young children. Uh, will Kerry ever sleep again? Yeah, uh, you'd think by eight months you'd be over the worst of it, but, yeah, it can drag on, can't it? Yeah, can drag on. Hellish. My four-year-old, I woke up about two in this, this morning with my four-year-old just lying on my head. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Get off. Go back to bed. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, that's very cute. Um, my first thought, last day of school today... Best remember to let the kids out first. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Nikki Carr on Twitter. Has anyone ever seen a baby seagull? <laughs> um, well, producer Dave, you saw you saw a baby seagull recently. Just a couple of weeks ago, they do exist. Did you? Yeah, yeah. in Portugal. Wow. So. Was there, any, was there any white dog poo there as well? No, no, just baby seagulls. You, know, you never see that anymore. Touching either. all the cornerstones of radio. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Things you don't see anymore. If anyone says anything about a baby pigeon, I'm going to go insane. <laughs> Do chickens have elbows? Was the first thought of Eloise G. I don't think they have arms. Well, no, they don't. No, they've got cut legs kind of. and wings. Like right there. On a chicken, it's like, on it's a like chicken we've created a new, <laughs> a new Jesse Lingard. Style. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, so they do. You're saying they do have elbows. I reckon they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. on the chicken wing. When you eat a chicken wing, part of that is the elbow. It's more like a knee if they've got four legs. Yeah, Isn't so it? they've got four knees, mm. um, but no right. elbows. Two, two, two legs. <laughs> two, sorry. <laughs> Depends how much Nando's you eat. Uh, sorry, they've got two knees, but no elbows. <laughs> Is that right? I think so. Mm. OK, that'll do. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We've been bombarded by texts and tweets saying, please tell us what happened in the dream that Mark in rugby had about Sally Gunnell. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, would you like to... Yeah, I, texted him, I texted Mark the picture back just to uh, find out what the hell went on and uh, he replied with I can't go into too much detail Good. but suffice to say it was highly erotic and it took place uh, between the high jump landing mat and the javelin throwing area <laughs> so there you, go. Oh there you go if you were wondering there's your answer and if Sally's listening <laughs> <laughs> Our apologies. Uh, right, it is 30 minutes past seven, and right now, um, speaking of, suffice to say, it was erotic Sally Gunnell dreams, we're talking about the weird interactions you've had with celebrities. When have things been a little bit awkward, a little bit embarrassing? Uh, this comes about for several reasons, um, but the top of the pile at the moment is that we broadcast live from the top of the BT Tower last Friday uh, with the Stereophonics. Um, you should relive the set. You can do that on our Facebook page. Go check it out. Um, but Matt, uh, tell everybody what you, you were doing. Well, I mean, it's quite subtle, really. Subtle. But I think, you know, it, a lot of people fall into this trap. So, obviously, you know, Stereophonics are there. We're, they're just doing a sound check just uh, yards away from where we were standing. 
understanding. And during one moment, I just happened to be uh, just whistling one of their songs, Local Boy in a Photograph, just mm-hmm. whistling away. And as I'm mid-whistling, uh, Kelly walks past and says hello. So it was, yeah. quite, And I just wonder if he heard me whistling local boy in a photograph. He probably did. He probably did, and if that freaked him out in any way or if he thought less of me as a person, probably did as well. No, I'm but sure you're <laughs> fine. It's a, it was a touching tribute. Yeah, it was no, nice. But it's just, it's an embarrassing trap you can fall into around celebrities. It would have been weirder if it was the opposite way around and you overheard him saying, you're listening to Absolute Radio. <laughs> 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 that would be. That would be um, I went to, um, back in 2009, Oasis did a gig at Wembley and I got invited along to the kind of rehearsal show. So, like, the big bands, before they do big stadiums, they get a sound stage so they can get a rough idea of what it's like. And a load of Oasis fans went along, and I was lucky enough to be one of those people. And afterwards, I went, I went backstage, and I saw Liam and Noel, and I was talking with Noel, who did fine work with the High Flying Bird yesterday at the Absolute Radio gig. And uh, he, said, he said, what do you think of that? You know, in that kind of confident Noel Gallagher way that he yeah. would. He went, what do you think of that then, Dave? And I went, oh, man, it was amazing. You did rock and roll, star and supersonic and don't look back in anger. And he just looked at me for a moment, just as Noel would, just let it all hang, and he went, we didn't do supersonic. Oh. That's one of those moments that still comes back to me every now and again. I know, I know. Um, Making me feel a whole lot better about that, and this definitely should you as well, Matt, is uh, producer Dave here with one of the greatest awkward celebrity interactions of all time. Um, The (laughs) aforementioned Noel Gallagher. Uh, Producer Dave is a massive Oasis fan, and he got so nervous upon meeting his his idol for the first time um, that... When he shook his hand, instead of saying hello and, you know, I'm Dave, nice to meet you, his opening gambit to El Gallagher was, thank you for the music. No. <laughs> no. No. All right, Abba. No. You've added for the music. You always add for the music when you tell that story. What was it then? It was thank you. But it's, it's still ridiculous just, because just that's, thank not a, you. that's not a greeting. <laughs> just thank, thank, just you thank you. Thank you for being you, Noel. Sim- simply, thank you. <laughs> um, two words. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, so we're looking for your awkward interactions with celebrities. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, I bumped into Belinda Carlisle at an airport hotel once. As a teenager, this was the woman of my dreams. So I rushed to get in the lift with her while one of my kids fell over. Needless to say, I left him. <laughs> I stood next to her waiting for the lift and said... You look a lot like Belinda Carlisle. Smooth, I know. To which she replied, Yes, some days I do. Hashtag oh. swoon. <laughs> um, keep them coming. <laughs> 8, 12, a long 15. journey, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't do the one uh, floor, could you? Yeah, yeah, well, you'd have oh. to go and pick up your kid who's yeah. fallen over. <laughs> Who wants to do that? And now in Liverpool, we are joined by Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. Lovely having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. We love your story. When it comes to (laughs) awkward interaction with celebrities, this is right up there with my favourites. So so Henry Winkler, who is, of course, famous for playing the Fonz in Happy Days, he's the celebrity we're discussing here. Tell everybody what happened. So he was doing Panto in Liverpool One a few years ago. Um, Me and my mum bumped into him, so, of course, you can't see... Henry Winkler and not say hello, can you? So we're having a lovely chat. He's so nice. And then my mum just suddenly says to him, hey, Henry, do your famous Fonzie impression. So then she just looked at him. The thumbs went up and everything. And she went, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. 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 
those unofficial products that are mighty boofing Power Rangers. Fonzie but drawn on the back of an ice cream van, that sort of thing. We all loved Hoppy Days. Yeah! Rachel, thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us. That's made my morning. You shared my pain, thank you. We really do share your pain. Yeah! A classic. Um... Dave and the team, I was boarding an EasyJet flight in Venice after a cruise. I was standing in the gangway and thought I saw a friend was boarding behind me. I beamed at him, patted his arm and said, how lovely to see you. He beamed back and said, you too, and continued up the gangway. Only when he passed did I realise, in fact, it was Ian Hislop and his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Who, and I don't know how Lorraine found this out, had been at a party uh, for the weekend. Uh, She finishes the text with, he was most gracious. Oh, wow. A Uh, mortified Hislop. uh, Yes, exactly. Uh, Dave, after Crystal Palace won promotion to the Premier League in 2013, it's very difficult as a Charlton Athletic fan to read this out. (laughs) But I'm going to go over it because it's a great story. (laughs) and you took the time to send it in. Dave, after Crystal Palace won promotion to the Premier League in 2013, I saw Wilfred Saha get out of a van with blacked-out windows on a night out in Croydon. Footballers. (laughs) Uh, After a few drinks too many, I excitedly ran up to him, jumped on his back (laughs) and said, thanks for being the best thing that has ever happened to Palace. (laughs) Then I suddenly realised what I was doing. I got off and ran away. (laughs) It's a step too far. Um, Keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. It wasn't long after that that he probably went to Manchester United. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get out of here. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 25 years ago last night, Jurassic Park had its UK premiere. Oh, yeah. A movie that would change the landscape of filmmaking forever. And, of course, as Alex Zane so rightfully says, demonstrate that one man can wear just all leather, even when on a tropical island. <laughs> and that man, of course, is Jeff Goldblum, who is a hero to us all. Yeah. Um, there is one big pile of Jeff happening right now next to Tower Bridge because they have erected a statue of the man in his famous Jurassic Park pose where he's got his jacket open all the way yeah. like a real man <laughs> and he's he's leaning yeah. he looks great 25 feet tall it's incredible so um, my wife has taken the day off work today we yeah. were meant to, we were going we we're going to be spending the day together yeah don't know how I'm going to pitch it in that what we're going to be doing is going down to Tower Bridge so I can have a picture next to a 25 foot high Jeff Goldblum. Well, what a lovely date that will be. I think so. Yeah. It's, I genuinely think so. Um, anyway, uh, Jeff Goldblum is one of our favourite people and he joined us on the show uh, not too long ago when we were doing Home Time here on yeah. Absolute Radio, Matt. Um, and he was fantastic. And one of the things we got to talking about was uh, his work on the Marvel movies, uh, Thor. Uh, Ragnarok and working with Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, I've had the pleasure of meeting before. Very what a lovely. Guy. I love, you know, I worked with Liam too. The whole yeah. family is so wonderful. They're, they're a very super handsome family as well, aren't they're they? Very they're handsome. an intimidatingly handsome family. Oh, you, you shudder, you quake in I, their presence. I don't like being near them. I know. I was once at a urinal. Even talking and I about had, them, I'm some sort yeah, of. Yeah, I, I had, I had um, Chris Hemsworth one side of me and I had Jason Bourne the other side. My of me. God. I had God, stage God. fright, Jeff. Of course you did. Why wouldn't you? I, I, I couldn't. Tinkle next to Thor. 
Tinkle? Yeah. You know, have a pee-pee next to Oh, the yeah, no, no, you couldn't. But no. you did, but you did anyway. I, I did it. I, I it's uncontrollable. It you can't control it. <laughs> Everything starts to evacuate. I know. Oh, you get around them. Oh. Just lost got, all control. Oh, everything opens up. Absolutely. <laughs> you couldn't, but you did. You yeah, did, man. but you couldn't, but you did. <laughs> um, and then one of the greatest things that's ever happened in my life happened oh, shortly yeah. after that. Something that we've gone on to. It's not plagiarism because we don't do it intentionally. It's a tribute to him. Yeah. But you may have noticed that on this show we regularly call things wildly lovable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's thanks to Jeff. Listen to this. I'm sure you've been loved by many, many a parade of people. You're, you're, you're wildly lovable. Oh. <laughs> wildly lovable. Thank you so much for everything, Jeff Goldblum. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time to delve deeply into this. Ten weeks of tickets. Absolute Radio's ten weeks of tickets. Yes, and we are in the final week of 10 Weeks of Tickets and we've saved the big until last. It is your chance to see you 2 as part of their huge UK Arena Tour in October. More specifically, we're focused on the gig they're doing at the O2 on October the 23rd here in London. And if you want to win the passes, you just need to play... Postcards from the Edge. Before we give you another postcard from the edge, let's get some listener feedback. This is Chester Cabby. The voice is hilarious. I wouldn't, I'm not sure that the uh, edge would agree, but you 100% have to carry it on. <laughs> Apart from maybe slightly offending the edge. Yeah. We're on solid he ground here. It. Not too shabby, says Shares the Cabbie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a feature in that somewhere. <laughs> I think there might be. get into that. Um, OK, so all you have to do is work out where the edge is. He sent a little audio postcard to his mate Bono, but where is he? Here we go. Hello there, Bono. It's your man, the edge, here again, on day four of a feature that's probably ran its course for the last couple of days now, to be honest with you. <laughs> anyway, you know what they say about men with big feet? shoes. And let me tell you, everyone here must have massive feet and a horrible cold too. Their noses are all bright red. The poor fellas. Hey, hey, you'll never put out that fiery glitter, you idiots. Water, use water, man. Or foam if it's electrical. Oh, does that say Bono? Oh, no. Silly me, it says Bozo. I think we should probably try and sue anyway. But the question is, where the hell am I? And more importantly, will this item last a full week? Only time will tell. Love and kisses, your busy mate, the U2 guitarist, The Edge. (sighs) (laughs) So joining us right now on line one, we have Jack. Good morning to you, Jack. Uh, Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well, thank you for asking. How's your Thursday going so far? Uh, Yeah, it's not doing too bad. It's the usual start. Nearly the end of the week, can't complain. Exactly right. It is Friday Eve. That's the mindset to have, Jack. Um, Exactly. So let's get a little reminder of our postcard from the edge. Here we go. Hey, you'll never put out that fiery glitter, you idiot! Water! Use water, man! Or foam if it's electrical! But the question is, where the hell am I? And more importantly, will this item last a full week? Looks like it will. (laughs) (laughs) Jack, before we get your answer, could you give us some feedback on Postcards from the Edge? You've been enjoying it, or...? Uh, I have indeed. I've only got one in the past, which was, I think it was yesterday, uh, when he went to Las Vegas. OK, that was the day before yesterday, I believe, but that's Uh, good, OK. Appreciate that, Jack, thank you. So where do you think the Edge was today? Well, I haven't been in a very long time, so I'm going to say the circus. 
Let's see if the postcard from the edge came from the circus. That's right, Jack. I'm at the circus. Yay! <laughs> well done, Jack. Thank you very much. So pleased for you, mate. That's brilliant. Uh, you're off to see you oh, two play the Innocence oh, and Experience show at the O2 in October. Yes, you oh, are. Yes. Uh, we, will, we will send you the tickets, Jack. I couldn't be more pleased for you. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and thanks for tuning into the show. Thank you very much. That's Thank our pleasure. Um, so, Postcards from the Edge will return tomorrow, making it a full week, which means each and every member of the team owes me a fiver. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, allow my words to be a paintbrush. Picture Ocean's Eleven bowling across the casino floor in a tuxedo is Matt Dyson. So picture a really, really hairy George Clooney. Yes, the Dice Man. Cool as ice. Yeah. Willing to sacrifice. Yeah, nice. Um, you've got a lot of dye today. A lot. Too many, if anything. Listen to those. Because we've been sent some. Uh, in the post from a dear listener, Paul Shellian uh, in Plymouth. Good morning, Paul. Which was very nice of him. He's got loads in his desk drawer, uh, so he thought he might as well save them in uh, so we can alternate the dice every week. What are we naming them? What are you thinking? Well, I think we should go with Knights of the Round Table, really. Uh, seems so. like, like they used to do on the lottery. So we've got... Mm. Now, and now we've got... They're all lovely different colours as well. There's green, there's orange, there's purple. Uh, we've got six of them, so I think we'll go for Lancelot, Percival... Bors the Younger, Lamarack, Bedivere, <laughs> and Galahad. Okay? Who are we going to use today? Well, let's, let me see. Let's use Lamarack. Okay, Lamarack. Okay. Here he is. Always my favourite. Um, so, basically, Matt the Dice Man Dyson, with just a flick of his wrist, can help make those tricky decisions in your life. In the past, listen to Jim. He decided to stay in Blighty rather than head down under to start a brand new life because you rolled an even number, Dice Man. <laughs> Listener Bryony didn't pay off her debts because you rolled an even number yeah. and instead bought herself a mobile library. <laughs> <laughs> and not yeah. forgetting listener Trevor, who just simply needed to steer in the right direction as to whether have an Indian or a Chinese yeah. for dinner. Um, so it is your turn, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let indecision mar your day. Let the Dice Man make up your mind for you. All you need to do is text us the dilemma and the two possible outcomes, like Indian or Chinese, or pay off debts, buy a mobile library, all the usual <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Send it in, Matt the Dice Man Dyson will get rolling. Here's some T's and C's. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. At Radio Unbound Media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt Dyson smells. So there we go. <laughs> get your dilemmas in right now. You're about to change some lives, Matt. How are you yeah, feeling about that? I'm ready to roll. You are literally ready to roll. It's been too long. Okay, on line one, we have Rob in Derby. Good morning to you, Rob. Good morning, guys. Lovely having you on the show. Um, please share with us your dilemma. Uh, right, what it is is uh, just need to know whether or not to ask for a pay rise today. Should oh. Rob in Derby ask for a pay rise today? Um, he did add on. You did add on your text, Rob. Great show, but you know you don't have to say that out loud. There's no <laughs> obligations for you to say that. It's fine. God bless you. So evens. Show me the money. Odds. On balance, Rob, you're probably paid fair for what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exceptional. <laughs> OK, so evens, effectively, you're going to ask for a pay rise today. Matt the Dice Man Dyson, get rolling. Here we go. It's a two. Yes! Yes! Go on, Rob. Get right, in there. Get you deserve I'll do it. it. I'll do it in the next half hour and find out what's what. Oh, Please yes. get back in touch with us and That's let us know how yeah. it goes, Rob. We all wish you the best of luck. 
Yeah, that's not a problem. I'll keep in touch, definitely. A nice one. Thank you very much indeed, Rob. I've never seen someone so relaxed about going and asking for a pay rise. What a legend. Um, okay. Matt the Dice Man Dyson, should I get my wife a birthday present or go out drinking on Saturday? Um, so, Evans, your husband of the year, oh, not even that, but husband of, of some sort, odds you're tipsy and you're sleeping in the spare room. Here we go. Oh, it's from off the desk. Here we go again. It's a one. It's a one. It's an odd number. You're going out drinking on Saturday oh. and not getting your wife a uh, birthday present. Yeah, naughty boy. Again, let us know how it goes. I feel like I should play the T's and C's here, actually, at this point. <laughs> yeah, should we play the right. T's and C's? Yeah, let's yeah, play the yeah. T's and C's. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute Radio and Bauer Media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt, Matt Dyson smells. smells. Matt, yes. should I have a Greg's bacon baguette or a bacon turnover? Ooh, that's, that's Darren, a, who is hungry, so please hurry. Pork-based conundrum, isn't it, that? So, evens, it's a long pig. Odds, it's a pig on its back. Oh, here we go. It's a three. It's an odd number. Go and get yourself a bacon turnover Ooh, and enjoy yeah. it, Darren. Uh, we have one more big dilemma coming next. And effectively, it's whether someone should quit their job or not. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, questioning on whether to hand my notice in at work. Please help me, Dice Man, from Tarquin, open brackets, not my real name, close brackets. Uh, yeah, wow. Serious stuff. It's a big one. We've already played the T's and C's twice, bear in mind. I don't know if that helps us with any kind of legal ramifications that could be coming up further down the road. But evens, run free, my love. Odds, stay put, Tarkers. Here we go. Here we go. It's a two. Oh, <laughs> it's evens. It's time for you to bid farewell, Tarquin, oh, and have yourself a happy life in whatever you decide to do. Emma, your face is a picture. I feel like it's not the kind of thing we should be deciding on. The <laughs> no, no. You've got to listen to the dice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry. Well, I kind of agree with both of you, your points. <laughs> um, when we did this on Home Time, we uh, emigrated someone to Australia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we've done worse. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. If you've been listening for about the last 45 minutes, you will know that Matt the Dice Man Dyson returned helping make decisions on your behalf. And we spoke to the lovely Robin Darby, who wanted to know whether today should be the day that he goes and asks his boss for a pay rise. He has done that. We're going to be speaking to Rob shortly. But first, it's a very special day today. That's right, it's Have Creepy Nightmares Day. (laughs) (laughs) What are ice cream vans like in Ireland, producer Claire? (laughs) Just make the kids run away. (laughs) Enough of that, thank you very much indeed. It is uh, National Ice Cream Day, so we are smashing together ice cream and the playlist. Anything to do with music and any type of ice cream. 8, 12, 15 on the text, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio, as is our tradition. Here are the ones from around the room. I'm quite pleased with myself again today. You are, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really? particularly good at wordplay. That's why I've always been fascinated with it as a broadcaster. Uh, Matt, you're very good at it, as are you, Emma. Mm. Glenn, you're one of the greatest word players I've ever met. Yeah, yeah, um, and you. you listeners out there are also fantastic at it. It's a skill that I admire. So when I do quite well, as you know, I like to flag it up. <laughs> oh, dear. We've got the Cosnetto. Good. Yes. Good. Knickerbocker Gloria Estefan. Oh, oh I really like very that. Very good. Nice. Um, mint Choc Hot Chip. Oh, that's Emma's one of mine. Everyone's going to be none too pleased, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great minds. Great minds, though. Yeah, it's oh, a good you, one, though. Did you? Okay, sorry. Mm, thank you. Impressive. Uh, Saw James Bay. 
Oh, what? S- Saw so Bay. Saw James Bay. Oh, James Bay. No, okay. That's what I got. Matt, you got anything? Um... Ben and Jerry Lee Lewis with Great Screwballs of Fire. Ah! Oh. <laughs> and uh, Baskin from Skunk and Nancy Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, have we got... Have you got any... Have I ruined it? Other than that, I had Flake Bug. Yes. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's yes, very good. Very nice. And is it just bands or is it songs as well? Can because be anything Can music. Be songs, I also yeah. came up with Ice Scream If You Want to Go Faster, the Jerry Halliwell classic. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. It's never been called a classic before, but yeah, I didn't yeah. remember it, yeah. Um, Glenn. Uh, yeah. Feast 17. Oh! <laughs> yes, I was trying to think of a feast. Oh, I, was trying, I, I had Jamie Ow. Feast. That's not good, is it? Uh, Twister Sledge. Oh. And uh, John Lennon Jerry's. Oh, nice. Oh, my word, he's good, isn't he? So there we go. <laughs> okay. so, I mean, I think we'll all agree that Knickerbocker Gloria Estefan was the best of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. With a flick of his trusty wrist, he can make the decisions that you're finding it tough to make. And this morning, we spoke to Robin Darby, who wanted to know whether he should go and ask for a pay rise or not. And joining us once again, it is Rob. Morning, Rob. Good morning again. How are you guys? Very good. Thank you very much indeed for asking. Uh, So we rolled the dice and it landed on an even number, which meant you were going to go to your boss and ask for a pay rise. Did you do it? Did you believe in the die? I did believe in the die and I did go and ask for a pay rise. And what was the outcome? Well, Matt rolled a two, so the outcome was this plain and simple. It was an extra 2k a year. Oh, oh, yeah. What's that biggest ever achievement? Amazing. <laughs> Do we get 5% of this? <laughs> don't, let, don't let him haggle with you, Rob. <laughs> um, we're really pleased for you. Um, we're pleased that we had some little say wow. in this decision. And enjoy your pay rise, Rob, and thanks for tuning into the show. Yeah, not a problem, and to be honest, it'll probably be my partner and Joseph Perry Ross. Oh, yeah, that's how it kind of works sometimes. Sometimes it works. We'll do it next Thursday. Matt, the Dice Man Dyson, if you've got a dilemma, just send it to us with the two possible outcomes, odds or evens, 8, 12, 15 on the text. But right now, we're celebrating National Ice Cream Day by smashing together any ice cream with anything to do with music. And you guys have once again done such fine work. Tracy Chapman's hit, Fast Car Door. Uh, Some Pink Floyd, another brick in the walls. That's from Mike the Van Man. Great work, Mike. Uh, Nobbly Bobby Williams. That's Robbie Williams, of course. Uh, Judas Feast. Oh, yeah. From Callie. Bangles, Manic Sunday. Uh, That's from Tom and John on the way to Leamington. Um, How about a long, fruity Nickelbacker Glory? From Ooh. Sarah in Cambridge. Oh, back of glory, uh, Estefan. S- Scoop, yeah. doggy dog. <laughs> the Miami Mr. Whippy Machine. Wow, is that a quadruple whammy? Yeah, Still much. changing lives. Still, Queens of the Cone Age. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, Tom on the yes. South Circuit. Thank you, Tom. Born Whippy. <laughs> <laughs> Nick in EC2 is amazing work. Uh, the Zoom Town Rats. Nice. From Noodle Mowing Brown Grass in Birmingham. Not a Zoom in a long time. Do they still sell them? I think they were just, they're just like generic rocket lollies now. Uh, Neo- <laughs> Neopolitan. Just oh, yeah. take that one in. Neopolitan. Ne- Neo. Remember, Neo. The gentleman of pop. Yeah. I think he calls <laughs> yeah. himself. And uh, Amabel Thornton has come in with the Sorbet City Rollers. Very nice. Thank you very much indeed, everybody, for playing along. We'll be doing the Daily Smash again tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. 
Let's do it right. And that's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, we leave you with the one we didn't have time for. Dave and Matt, my brother used to work in a lawnmower repair shop. Whilst checking whether a spark plug was working, one time he set his overalls on fire. He dropped them and his trousers to the floor and danced around, stamping out the flames with his trousers placed around his ankles. At that point, he turned around to see Michaela Strachan had come into the shop to collect her father's lawnmower. Oh, wow. What a lovely story to end on. And that's the one we didn't have time for. Uh, as I say, once again, thank you very much indeed for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.